0: Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: All right, Baldy. Let's talk about just the quarterbacks from the Combine. Guys, we're going to have a lot of time to discuss between now and the draft a lot of these players. We're talking pro days. We're talking more information coming out. This combine like they all are, Baldy, was very interesting. But the one guy that jumped <laughs> off the page... Morning, guy. One guy one jumped guy. off the page is Anthony Richardson. And in watching all the SEC football I watch, you know, we're all over this college football scene. Yeah. And The kid showed a lot of talent, raw skills at Florida. But Baldy, here's the thing, and and I want to address this to the folks who check out this podcast, and people get so caught up in what a guy does in college, and you see the numbers, and you go, well, he wasn't really any good. And to project a guy to the NFL, for me, I always have been been taught by general managers and people I talk to, and Baldy, I want to get your thoughts on this. It's never about what a guy has done in college, all right? It's more about the tools and talent. Yeah. Does he have the tools and talent to project in the NFL and what that looks like three, four, five years down the road? Anthony Richardson, guys, is 6'4", 244 pounds. He's a biscuit shy of 250, and this kid ran a 4440. He's got an arm. He's got a cannon. Does he need to develop touch? Yes. But Baldy? I'm looking at this and I'm going, how does a team pass this opportunity up when he has this skill set, tools, and talent? And I think he's got the attitude. It seemed like from things that I've seen throughout the season and all of that. And I don't know him enough to 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 verify that, but I think he's got the right approach. Is this somebody gonna get a steal here with Anthony Richardson?
2: So the quarterbacks threw on Sunday, Carl, and Saturday on the NFL Network. I did uh a video thing on Anthony Richardson, just highlighting some of the highlight plays and the talent. You know, and, and I also put <clears throat> a few of the shortcomings on her, you know, sure, uh, sure. the accuracy things. And I said that Anthony Richardson is going to be the biggest star in this combine and maybe the biggest star we've ever seen. And I don't, this is not her hyperbole. We've never seen anything like this before. <laughs> and, you know, and I said after the, after his exhibition, and just the fun that he had and how dominant he looked. I said, every one of these people that had him in whatever they put him in the mock draft, it's all changing. Like, I have a friend of mine that runs a draft Bible, Rick Saratelli. Rick does a great job. He He's already changed his, his forecast that Detroit would take him at six. Mm. Like, I I don't think he gets out of the top ten, Carl. I don't either. No way. And I, I feel... Like there might be Bryce Young and there might be C.J. Stroud. And those guys did it in college and they did it at the very highest level. But you know, Bryce Young is five foot ten. He's got a small frame. Um, C.J. Stroud didn't didn't you know didn't run, so we don't know how he runs. Although you know his his play at Ohio State and he threw the ball excellent. I like the fact that Aaron, Anthony Richardson went out there and competed in everything. I just like it. And everybody beat – and then he threw those deep balls. Ridiculous drills. Yes. Straight, 60 plus yard depletions dropped the right in the bucket. And you could see it raised the the, the com- competitiveness of everybody else that was thrown. Like it became a real derby. <laughs> Carl, I was a run of the mill offensive lineman. And, you know, I knew on Sundays, if we were in a battle, the stars win you games, the athletes win you games. Tony yes. Dorsett, Eric Dickerson, That's right. Reggie White. You know, those guys win you games. That's that's how you win. There's six t- ten stars in every team, maybe three elite guys, and there's just everybody else. Ten guys get paid. This guy has a chance. And you could just see, Carl, like if you put him with Eric Bienemy, if you put him with Ben Johnson in Detroit,
0: mm. if you
2: put him with Mike McDaniel in Miami, if Sean Payton got a hold of him, these guys, they couldn't – they can't wait to work with
1: a guy like this. It's impressive guys. Um, he set two records for two of the drills at, at the quarterback position. We've never seen. Yes. Um. And, 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 yeah. And, and I know some people, uh, you know, say, well, is he just a combine darling? And that becomes the conversation, right? Okay. I dominate the combine, but then that's, does that project? And I agree with Baldy. Baldy saying, listen, he's got to go to the right place yes. with the right coach. This is a lot of talent that is bundled up that you've got to develop. But, guys, none of these none of these guys come into the league flawless. Everybody has something they've got to work on. So if you love Bryce Young, and I do, there's, there's a weakness. There are weaknesses with Bryce. There are weaknesses with C.J. Stroud. You know, people talk to me about the one read at Ohio State where he's looking – his wide receivers are so much better than everybody else. They're wide open all damn day, yeah. and he delivers the ball, and he looks great. That doesn't happen in the NFL. So everybody's got something to work on. I am very intrigued by Anthony Richardson. Um, I, I do want to ask you while we're talking. Go Let ahead. Let me Baldwin, just say Carl.
2: one thing, Carl. Yeah. Like, I also said, look, I, they were like, well, what's the comp? I go, well, when Josh Allen came out of Wyoming, he was a sixth pick by the Buffalo Bills. And he completed 56% of his passes at Wyoming. And everybody said, oh, he'll never be accurate. Yep. And you watch him play his rookie year, and they played him right away. Like, it, it didn't look real great. And look where he is. I remember I was a proponent of the Philadelphia Eagles selecting Jalen Hurts with the 53rd pick in the second round. And I said, this kid has something. I don't know him personally, but he's got something about him. He got better at Oklahoma with Lincoln Riley. Look where he's at. And nobody said that he could read the defense. He was going to be accurate. And he's got his team in the Super Bowl. Like, sometimes it's the, the person inside that wants, to, that wants to be great. Now, I don't think he's ready to play. Like, if he went to Detroit, and there's Jared Goff there, and Jared played well last year. I'm not running Jared out of Detroit. Played very well. But, you know, he needs somebody like Patrick Mahomes have with Alex Smith. He needs a year to come into the building every day, develop a friendship with a guy, learn how to do it, learn how to prepare, learn the expectations, take the spotlight off him, you know, and then find, like, like the Eagles did with Donovan McNabb, like find a little package for him here, get him on the field, get him out there, get the fans excited. But, you know, you got the other guy that's the placeholder. And that, that, that would make a lot of sense right now.
1: Yeah, I, I totally agree. Um, I wanted to ask you one other thing before we get out of here. And, again, we have plenty of time, and we will, over the course of the next few weeks, to start breaking down offensive linemen, D-linemen, teams' needs, etc. And we'll do a lot of that leading up to the draft. But with free agency starting on the fifteenth, that's going to be our focus, guys. Because these teams signing free agents, it's a big deal. It changes your team completely, and we're already seeing that with Carr being, you know, he's going to be a saint, and uh, some of the other the other moves that we've seen already. Baldy, what did you what did you make of the Jalen Carter situation? Does it affect his draft status? Is he still a top ten pick in at the end of April with all that we found out this last week?
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Well,
2: it's an ugly situation, Carl, and I don't know all the details. I mean, he left the scene, came back to the scene. I mean, I, mean, I just know what I read. Sure. Uh, somebody died. It, it's it's careless. Um, you know, you're, dry, you're racing through traffic, you know, busy, you know, Georgia. It's just, it's a horrible story. I guess we got to wait and I guess everybody has to wait. Like, is there a character flaw? Is this, is this what this guy is going to be like? Um, Because you're going to have to drag Jalen and the story through your organization before people get comfortable with it, you know, and nobody wants that story uh, associated with somebody. Um, How responsible is he? You know, we don't know. Uh, he's, you know, he says he's going to be exonerated. Yet there's a there's people that, you know, are no longer with us. So I don't want to. I not want to jump to any conclusions. He wasn't in the car, but he was part of uh, a situation that led to this. And so, in some ways, there's some responsibility. And the talent is there. I don't know if it's going to. He's presumptive number one pick like there's because you you're picking number five and they pass on one two three four does the story change the story's the same story yeah so you know if you're comfortable at five because he's dropped you know you still have to you still have to you know face the facts about this so i don't know carl i honestly don't know because we haven't never really you know there was a laramie tonsil deal during a draft and he fell and that's way different. Um, and Laramie has never had any issue from that day on and all that kind of stuff. But I don't know. I don't know just how clean people are going to look at Jalen right now. And that's kind of like the the phrase, right? How clean yeah. he's going to look to these teams because it's really important. You know, is there is, is this a one-time thing? Is this a character thing? Like, what is this?
1: And so I don't know how they're going to vet this. I, I really I just don't know. Yeah. More information came out about, you know, he had gotten a couple of other speeding tickets in Athens. Um, and so that information came out. And, and I think when you talk about the night of the accident, uh, we're talking about the University of Georgia standout. Jalen Carter, defensive tackle, interior defensive lineman. He's a beast. Uh, but we're, nobody's debating his football Ability. What we're talking about here, guys, is what team takes a chance on drafting him, knowing they've got to face the music with basically saying Jalen Carter is is, is a good guy and, and that he's going to be fine on our team and he's not going to put our team at je- jeopardy or at risk. Mm. And some general manager is going to put his his butt on the line to do that. Yeah. Um, and you know, there has been some history, and Kirby spoke about it. Kirby Smart, the coach of Georgia this week, actually on Friday, saying, you know, he doesn't have a culture problem because they've had a couple of different incidents that have happened. And yeah. they're in the spotlight. Only time will tell Baldy, and you're right. I, I, I do think if I'm a team that is interested and in all these teams are in the top 10, I got to find out, You do you just like to drive fast? What's yeah. what, What's the deal, right? Because you and I both know there are guys in these drafts over the years, some guys like weed, okay? Not as big of a deal as it used to be. Some guys like alcohol. I need to know what you're doing in your free time. And I need to know how much you like it. And I'm about to give you a $30 million check. Well, you had a fast car. You're about to get a faster one. So that is the concern for a lot of these general managers and organizations that are looking at Jalen Carter. But I did want to get your opinion on it because it was such a big story at the beginning of the week and last week at the combine. And he came back to Athens and the two misdemeanor arrest warrants are issued. He goes back and then he goes back to the combine. But everybody's wondering now, if you're the Bears and you're not going quarterback, are you going Jalen Carter? And then are you willing to, to put that out there and say, hey, we, we're going to stand by this? So it's something we're watching, guys. We just wanted to kind of chop it up and talk about it a little bit. Baldy, man, always good to see you. Glad to have you back. We're going to do this again, uh, guys. We'll be doing it every, again a couple of times a week, bringing you new information. Stuff is going to develop today. Remember, tag day. So as you watch this, you could see Lamar being tagged later this afternoon. Roger's decision could come down here anytime now. What's going to happen? So we've got a lot on our plate as we move forward. But we thank Uh you guys for being here. Yep. We'll do it again this week, Carl. All right, my man. Brian Baldinger, Carl Dukes. Follow us and follow this podcast. In the huddle, we do new episodes Tuesday and Thursdays. Like us. Tell your friends, guys. Everybody have a great day.